homeschool friends, and welcome to this episode of the Homeschool High School Podcast from 7sistershomeschool.com, brought to you by the Ultimate Homeschool Radio Network. I'm Sabrina, and I'm here with Vicki and Kim. And we're talking today about senior year in homeschool high school. But wait, haven't we talked about that before? Oh, yes, we have. I, yeah. I, think, I think we had a whole session about that. We had a we whole did. session, yes. <laughs> Vicki was confusing herself. She, she didn't know if she was being a counselor or an academic advisor or a podcaster. But yes, we had a whole episode about senior year for college-bound kids. And we wanted to break out college-bound and career-bound into two separate episodes. Because senior year looks a little bit different for a kid who is not heading right into college. So today we're going to look at those kinds of senior years. Because it's not wrong to not go to college. Oh, Oh. say that again. It's not wrong (laughs) to not go to college. Like, not every kid should go to college. Not every kid should go to college right after high school. Mm -hmm. That God has different plans, and if we don't get ourselves sucked into societal pressures, we can help our kids grow in the way that God designed them to grow. Amen. And I had a really funny experience just this past week with my 84-year-old father, who is a college professor. I grew up as, you know, academic brat and all that stuff. But he was reminiscing about his college days. And I said, okay, wait a minute, Daddy, fill me in. So, and I was trying to put the pieces together. And when we finally did all the math because of various life things. He actually got his undergrad degree when he was 28 and then went uh, to grad school in his 30s. Uh-huh. Cool. And that was not because he couldn't decide what to do with himself and he was being a slacker. He was not playing video games in his parents' basement, you know. Um, it, it was okay. It took him a couple of years of doing this and then he was in the army for a couple of years and then he was Um, working in full-time ministry for a couple of years and all the pieces kind of came together Uh, but it did take a little while and it was somehow very reassuring to me because most of my kids did not do the straight from high school into college thing only one of mine did that and um, in the world that we live in I think we're actually going to do an episode about this someday but it's not super easy to become an adult and establish a career in this world. Oh, no. it, yes. it was easier 30 years ago. Yes. It was easier 20 years ago. And it is a confusing road that you have to find a way to follow mm-hmm. when you are finished with high school. And that whole going straight into college from high school is not any guarantee of that oh, road no. being any less confusing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And um, I think I had in my mind this picture that up until this generation, Everyone has just bam, 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 uh. you know, gone right through. And then that's why life has worked better. And now for this generation, well, it's kind of hard and confusing. But no, you know, sometimes it takes a little while to pull all the pieces together. And so even if your kid is not college bound right now, that doesn't take it off the table for some time down the road if that is a piece of their journey. Indeed. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So anyway, let's, let's talk about senior year month by month. All right, so let's start in July, because July is a good time to start senior year, you know, way too late. So just like with the college-bound kids, you want to plan out the year with them. Mm -hmm. And there are some things that, whether they're college-bound or not, they need for graduation. So they need their language arts, and they need whatever math that they need. So you look at their requirements, what's left to take, 
and plan that out together. Mm -hmm. Now, you probably should not be um, looking at a whole lot of new stuff that you've never thought about or talked about before. I mean, let's let's just it's it's mean to be saying this if you're if you're a parent who's getting ready to start senior year and you're listening to this, maybe I'm telling you this too late, but you you don't want to suddenly senior year say, "Gee, what do you think you want to do with your life?" Like th mm -hmm. this should be a conversation that y'all have been having <laughs> along the way. <laughs> It's so. too late for that if you haven't done it yet. <laughs> but if you haven't, start now. Start now. Yes. Like right now. That's right. It's better than not doing it at all. Absolutely. But, yeah, it shouldn't be any big shocker to your kid if you're planning out their senior year and you say, you know, you still have one pretty tough math to finish or yeah. you still have a lab science this year. That, mm -hmm. ha that shouldn't be a shock to them. Mm -hmm. You yeah. should have been oh, talking yeah. about the, the four-year plan all along. Yeah, mm -hmm. but to make sure they're in the conversation mm -hmm. about that because you really want their buy-in on what the academics have to be and what they want it to look like for that last year of high school. So sometimes there are ways you can tweak it for a non-college bound kid so that it's working more in their interest level. So, you know, if they haven't covered a financial literacy, make sure you get that done. Uh, one of the things that we added to some sisters bookstore that Sabrina has been doing with the kids is uh, uh, senior year kind of business writing. Professional oh, writing, yeah. 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 High writing. school guide to professional writing. Mm -hmm. And it's it's everything from um, from business letters and, and resumes and, and this kind of stuff to writing proposals for, mm -hmm. for projects and um, um, for community groups that you're involved in. And it, it, can, it can be applied in so many different ways. And it's the kind of writing that a senior who is not college-bound tends to not squawk about very much either yeah. because it feels very practical and real-life preparatory. Yeah, yeah that they'll be using... Yeah, it's very useful even for college-bound kids. Mm -hmm. but, mm -hmm. but, um, but particularly, it's just something different, and it's not your typical academic stuff. It's something different if you're ready for a change of scenery. Right. And, and very useful for future life. Right. Yeah. yeah, you can find that in the sevensistershomeschool.com ebook store under the writing guides category. Mm -hmm. Now, do you sometimes have a senior who is not college bound who spends a great chunk of their senior year working? Uh, that's mm -hmm. a good point. Have we known anybody who mm -hmm. did that? Mm -hmm. And so some of them are just working a job mm -hmm. and they're, they're being learning to be fiscally responsible. Mm -hmm. And there's some who are actually working towards something, apprenticeships or um, you know, getting some trade classes and doing work in that area. Mm -hmm. And there's not one right way to do that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, those can be wonderful opportunities. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. All right, so um, in July we're looking at what needs to happen this year and we're making sure that the curriculum is purchased mm -hmm. and ready for us and then what happens next. So for the kids who aren't working, and they're really facing down the, you know, they've been doing their academics and they've been doing extracurriculars and all of a sudden graduation is looming. It's really a good idea to have some kind of job or jobs during senior year so that they're getting mm -hmm. experience under their belts. Mm -hmm. And so if they haven't done a resume yet, 
you know, they, they'll find some in the curriculum or they can, you mm-hmm. know, in some way or the other need to do an experiential resume or some form of resume. And to do that during the summer while things are a little low key mm-hmm. is a good idea. Yeah, don't do the whole thing of, well, my kid hasn't worked any place yet, so how can they do a resume? No, go to sevensistershomeschool.com, mm-hmm. go to the ebook store, and download the, Vicki has a little guide to experiential resume writing. It's, it's like, I don't know, $2 or something mm-hmm. like that. Yeah, but it's nothing. extremely extremely helpful practical step by step but yes you do need to get on paper the types of experiences that you've had whether they were volunteer whether they were part of a group whatever but your teen has done things that have created um, information that would be important to a potential employer Mm -hmm. yeah it shows that they're you know good kids or reliable kids or leadership kids or you know it shows something about their character that makes them attractive to a first time Mm. Employer, So, you know, August is a good time to just spend some time doing that and to start experimenting with the job hunt process. You know, how do you do interviews and all of that. So we've got all kinds of stuff. All kinds kinds of resources in the career exploration category. Yeah. I I was just going to put in a plug for career exploration. If you have not done this, you very well may have. And if you have a younger child, I recommend doing it earlier and even again as they get older in their high school years. But if they haven't done it, a great elective is career exploration. If they think they know what they want to do, it can help them just kind of validate and, and solidify, and, solidify and learn more. Because sometimes what you think you want to do is based on small bits of information or, or you've wanted to do it since you were little, but you didn't really, you don't really understand the full uh, scope of what it means or whatever, but it can be very helpful. And then there's some kids that genuinely, even as seniors, just have no idea. I mean, how many of us moms, mm-hmm. like, I don't, I'm still figuring out what I want to be when I grow nope. up. <laughs> um, so uh, it just gives them a chance to explore, and it's a great thing to do in a co op or in a class setting if you can, because it allows them to have conversations with other students yeah. and kind of broaden their horizons a little bit. Yes, a lot of shameless plugs, but we have those things there because we've done this with so many kids. Oh, yeah. So the the Uh, needs are there. Yeah, absolutely. So August is a time to explore with that. And Mm -hmm. the kids don't have to know their whole lives. They, Mm -hmm. They don't have to. I mean, my goodness. You know, no kids these days in their generation has a career goal at the beginning of senior year that they're doing five years after that. Or just it's not the way the world works no, now. Yeah, it doesn't. Yeah, and that's you know August is a good time for mom and dad to check their own expectations mm-hmm. and to look around and mm-hmm. to recognize that no the world does not work the same way it worked when you graduated from high school a oh generation my. ago. Yeah, mm-hmm. and uh, you should you should know the world that your kid is is graduating into mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. it is different. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So okay, so they got through the summer and have already been doing things. So September, the non-college bound kids, if they haven't got a job yet, this is a good time to teach them about networking. Mm. And that that thing and say, okay, part of my, I'm gonna log hours on career skills and make an elective and teach them how to talk to people at church, talk to their, their friends' parents, talk to all their relatives. Like, who do you know? that hires newbies in the field. And uh, and just, you know, that's that's a life in our modern world. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, most things happen through the good old boys' networks. Yeah. So. 
And yeah. I find this is an area where a lot of students are more um, reluctant. I think they think the world is different than it is. And they because so many relationships are virtual or mm -hmm. are they're real relationships, but they're mm -hmm. communicated virtually, that they... they um, discount or or undervalue this side of things mm -hmm. and uh, so it's really valuable to teach yeah. them and that yeah networking's not cheating mm -hmm. but usually you have to help the kids through at least starting out that process because mm -hmm. you know who does that mm -hmm. in, you know, high school so yep very important yeah. very important so, okay, so they, they're using their skills, they got to gather references, and, you know, we've talked about that in other settings. When you ask for a reference, you ask nice, mm -hmm. and a lot of job applications, you don't need a written, you mm. just need the... Permission to list someone that they could yeah. contact. Yep. But I tell you what, if they to. don't ask a person these days, and you just kind of give a reference, you know, with a cell phone number... And they call your reference. It just comes up as an unknown number, and nobody and answers gonna, numbers. Yeah, nobody that's does right. That. That's yeah. right. So it, it's you know then then they never get a call back for an interview because they never got a good referral from a reference. So mm -hmm. let let people know. Ask. Yeah. Can I use you yep. for a reference? Absolutely. And if you're doing references, it's crazy all the different kinds of references. I just recently did a reference that was through an online app. For the YMCA, for, really? for one of yeah. our students, yeah, it was for one of the kids. Yeah, yeah, it was very interesting. Yeah, I would not be surprised if more and more employers are going to that. Yeah, mm -hmm. um, yeah. because you're, you're right. Nobody nobody takes phone calls anymore mm -hmm. from numbers that they don't know, right. and mm -hmm. um, you're never sure who you're calling anyway. Mm -hmm. It's a it's an area code from wherever that person happens to have their cell phone area right. code, yep. and it's it's. Yeah. It's very odd. Yeah. 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 It's interesting. Different so, world. But it really is like like most of the time, a kid getting their first job is going to have to give some kind of references because they oh, sure. their resume is sparse. So mm -hmm. they want to talk to a human that knows. And them. I have written in the last few months, I've written two email letters of reference mm -hmm. where potential employers emailed me. Really? And oh, yeah. um, yeah. that... Both of those were situations where the kid had said to me, can I give your email mm -hmm. address? And mm -hmm. I, I wonder if, if that's another direction that they're mm -hmm. getting away from the phone calls and going mm -hmm. more to an email thing. Mm -hmm. yeah. So then working through the fall, job applications or training opportunities. So like some of our kids who know for sure that they will never go to college, they don't want to go to college, they're not, that's not their calling. It, the, going and doing some trade classes are a really good idea. So one of the things our local community college started a few years ago mm. was a, I think it was like a one semester course that my son and one of his friends did where they gave them, they gave them OSHA certification, like they earned mm -hmm. that. And then they tried on different hats in different trade fields. And my, my kid was college bound, but he had absolutely no training at all in anything like carpentry the, plumbing yeah. Yeah. you know yeah. it just it, it this hadn't been part of his world mm -hmm. and so I thought this is good life skills yeah but if if he had been going into the trades and had no idea it was the perfect say oh this was fun and this was terrible because they tried everything yeah 
I wanted to take that class myself, actually. I know, it looked fun. They <laughs> it were doing so, so if they, you know, the fall is a really good time to do some exploring with that, without getting hysterical, like Sabrina was mm-hmm. talking about earlier. This uh, parents need to hold themselves in check and uh, be a support system, but mm-hmm. not be upset. Mm-hmm. So, if you're not sure where to look for opportunities like that, too, any local to your college mm-hmm. probably has. Mm-hmm. Um, Something where you you could at least go in and talk about mm-hmm. dabbling in this that or the other as far as as far as trade stuff goes, yeah. and it varies from college to college. Like in our area, there are several different um, community colleges or two year colleges, and one has an HVAC program and an electrical whatever program, but doesn't have anything with plumbing. And then this one has fun. So you may have to look around a little bit, but in, mm-hmm. in many areas of the country, you're going to find a lot of yeah. resources. And some of the kids who kind of know what they want to do can just get involved with the unions and mm-hmm. they get them started. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just take them through the process. Yep. So, and then once winter hits, you know, you get to February and just like the college bound kids, you want to work gracefully toward the end of the year. So if you haven't done senior pictures, if you haven't started announcements, you got to balance yet. Then the Mm. needs of the kids, but moms need these things and grandparents need graduation Mm -hmm. announcements Mm -hmm. and, you know, they just do. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, to start working on that winter when it's quieter because things get chaotic toward the end of the year mm-hmm. they sure do yep. yeah that whole thinking about everybody's needs thing is also just a wonderful character building and life skill relationship skill kind of thing mm-hmm. for your kid to, to talk about what are the things that are important to you in marking this milestone it seems to be in my experience it seems to be that non-college bound kids are sometimes less emotionally invested in high school graduation mm-hmm. and um, it can be difficult for them to understand why mom is so invested in it or mm-hmm. why even other people mm-hmm. are mm-hmm. and um, you know it's, it's it's good to talk about those things and to try to help everyone be respectful of everyone else's needs yeah mm-hmm. yeah yeah makes for nice people on the yeah. planet. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Know? We've got musical theater going on in the background, so it's, it's just adding ambiance. There you so go. We're, That's we're, right. we're cool. All right. And so, and then the scheduling backwards. Mm. So it's a freebie at sevensistershomeschool.com, and you just go on this store and go to the freebies. It tells you how to start with the end in mind, and go halfway. Sabrina, explain it. Um, <laughs> you, you, you look at what your end goal is and what your final deadline is. And if it's that, you know, by the time that I walk across that stage, I need to have this, this, and this done to know that mm-hmm. high school was completed. And, okay, well, there are 12 weeks between now and that point. So what needs to be done by the six-week mark? Let's look at the halfway point so that we're not in a crunch at the end. And then of this first six-week stretch, how do I want to break that out? What major things are going on that are going to mean for this one week ain't nothing going to get done mm-hmm. on school? Mm-hmm. Um, so we'll leave that off. And and you're looking at that global picture first, and then you're sort of breaking it in half and then in half again. And as you meet those smaller deadlines, you don't feel overwhelmed and you get to the end and the major deadline is met without anyone pulling their hair out. Mm-hmm. So our kids who are are coming down on graduation, if they've got... Papers, because even non-college-bound kids have their papers to write, their projects to do. 
the you know other job things they need to do. Our kids who are going into the military have tasks that they mm-hmm. need to do. Mm-hmm. So all of these kids have things going on. We've had kids go into like YWAM and you know missions oh, yeah. for a mm-hmm. year. All of those have tasks that need to be done, and often those are done in the winter and spring. So if you take a look somewhere in early spring or late winter and schedule backwards toward the end of the year, all of those are going to get done without going, oh my without, gosh, yeah. Min- Minimum of stress. Yeah. Yeah. There will still be some, but it, you can minimize it. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, you yeah. can. And it's, um, again, you're not just doing it to keep everybody's sanity right then. You're helping your kid practice good life skills because mm. there will be crunch time craziness associated with doing their taxes every year if mm. they haven't learned to come into it intentionally and plan. You know, mm-hmm. uh, there's so many things in life mm-hmm. that, that you will be preparing them for. Yeah. Absolutely. And then us moms can work with the kids in planning the graduation ceremony in that same way. That all kids need some kind of graduation acknowledgement. Us moms need that. And so we have our sister Allison who's done how to do a graduation party and ceremony and all that. Um, We have links to that. Mm -hmm. We'll put in the show notes. So. Super. Yeah, and you can always just go to the blog at sevensistershomeschool.com, and there's a search bar there, mm-hmm. and you can type in graduation, yeah. and it will come up with all kinds of helpful blog posts. Yeah. You betcha. So. Lots, of, lots of good resources there, yeah. if we do say so ourselves. So. <laughs> and we do. So, so we think about, you know, the, the kids that we know who have gone career, at least for, you know, a gap year or military, or just went into careers. Mm-hmm. So think about the ones that we know. We know mm-hmm. a bunch, right? Mm-hmm, absolutely, sure do. yeah. So we've got kids who've gone straight from high school to the military mm-hmm. and are still in the military or did four years and then and went on to these things. Mm-hmm. That's right. We've got kids who've done the, the YWAM in different um like service organization mm-hmm. ministry, yeah. We've got kids who have said, "I I need time to figure it out," and just did retail or restaurants, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. and you know what? They all live to adulthood. You know? Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. And we've got kids who who didn't want to go to college, mm-hmm. but who dabbled in. Oops. That was an electronic <laughs> reminder on something that I forgot to silence. So sorry. Didn't it sound very ominous? Well, it was a good reminder because it's a reminder to pray for my daughter, Becca's students. She's a second grade teacher in Baltimore. Oh. And I promised her when she started teaching that I would pray for her kids every day at oh. one o'clock. And so the reminder goes off on my phone. So okay. God bless Becca's classroom right yes. now. Indeed. Thank you, Jesus. Mm-hmm. Thank Amen. You. Um, lots mm-hmm. of hurting kids there and they need somebody mm-hmm. praying for them. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I apologize for the electronic <laughs> reminder noise, but it was for a good cause. Mm-hmm. So, yes, um, what was I saying? Yeah, there are kids who then dabble and who yes. take a course here and a course there, and it's mm-hmm. a part of them figuring out where they're going in yeah. another year or two years. Mm-hmm. And that doesn't mean they're wrong. No. It just means that's the way God made them to to take longer to settle down on something. Even our college-bound kids change majors and stuff. Oh, my. Yes. And then we've got a bunch of kids who've gone right into trade school or the unions and have picked up trades and are doing marvelously mm-hmm. in adulthood. So. Yep. There's there's not one right way Mm-mm. to not do college. That's mm-hmm. right. That's mm-hmm. right. It's it's all it's that that you know just enough light for the step you're on. Sometimes sometimes everything's illuminated beautiful. and yeah. you just know you know this is my long term plan. Where did you and, get that? Oh, like I don't know some. Don't look at me. I never said it. Stor- it was good. I Stor- wish I had, Stormy but... O'Marnian, maybe? 
I just don't enough, know. Say I, again, just, just enough light for the step that I'm on. That's awesome. You know, like sometimes God doesn't show us everything at once. Right. And and for some of us, there there's there are a lot of steps, and for others of us, there are fewer steps, and it's. We're supposed to be different, and we're supposed to have different paths from one another. So there's not one right way to do adulting. Not there's one not. right way. And, you know, while while we're talking about doing adulting and all of that stuff, we have seen kids succeed in all kinds of different ways. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And we're supposed to be authentic on this on this podcast, right? Yeah, absolutely. So we've also seen kids struggle. Mm-hmm. Yes. In all different oh, ways. Oh, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Right. So if... You find that your kid is struggling and mm-hmm. is 19 or 20 and struggling or and not happy or with 22 where they are, or 23. Or... That might have absolutely nothing to do with whether they went to college right out of high school oh, or not. Yeah. And it absolutely. might have nothing to do with whether or not they took the right job or went mm-hmm. to the right trade school. Yep. Um, part of what I think the world calls for now in a different way than it did when we were starting out as adults is it calls for a great degree of flexibility. Oh, yes. And that was not the case in the same way that it is now. And that adaptability and flexibility and willingness to look in the mirror and evaluate where you are right now, what the potential next steps are, and have to take a left turn at Albuquerque from time to time, you know. Uh, Bugs Bunny was 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 giving us good advice there. Yeah, um, it it's tough, and that mm. undermines the confidence of so many yeah. young adults. Mm. They say, "Well, I thought I was doing the right thing, and it hasn't paid off, and here I am nine months later, and I don't think I can continue with this." But then I just wasted that nine months. No, they actually didn't. And mom mm-hmm. and dad need to recognize if, if your kid is consistently putting forth effort mm-hmm. in figuring out the next step, it's not going to look like it did when mm-hmm. we were kids. Mm-hmm. And um, they, may, they may struggle some because mm-hmm. it's harder than it used to be. Mm. But struggling and continuing to move forward is succeeding. Oh, yeah. That's the thing. The part oh, yeah. that's not succeeding is the giving up and the sitting in your parents' basement playing video games and eating chocolate. And saying, I just don't care. I don't know what I want to do, and I just don't care, so I'm not trying anymore. Um, yeah, that's... that's. And the crazy thing is our world is so different. It's, it's so similar, and yet it's so different that there are actually professional video game players now. So I know, right? That? that little analogy doesn't even work yeah. as well as it used to <laughs> because... They might be making more than their parents are sitting in a basement playing video games. All right. So let me jump on in that on that one. <laughs> it's, I've had clients, and I'm not kidding, not just one, but a number of clients, that uh, young young folks whose goal is to become a professional gamer. I, I can see that. And I'm, I see a parallel. How many of our kids at one point wanted to be professional football player, a professional basketball player, baseball, right. whatever. It's that common that you want to, and it's that common to make it to professional. So I'm always telling those kids, well, let's mm-hmm. make a plan B. Exactly, uh-huh. exactly. Uh-huh. Like if you're good at that, and then go for it. But but think of the numbers and yeah. just be prepared. Exactly. So, and the parents have to know how long they're going to enable that That's process. right. So you yeah. don't want to squash the yeah. dream, yeah. 
And you want to provide the reality. Yeah. Yep. So there you yep. go. All right. Absolutely. The world, it keeps changing. It does. It yep. does. Yep. All right. Is there anything else for senior year? Or we, we, I think we, you we just saw there. inspired the tar out of us there, okay. Sabrina. That was a good All time. All right. <laughs> next, next session there, Sabrina. Yeah, we, we, need, we, need, we need another session on there that someday. There we go. Because <laughs> we all just keep having episodes. Episodes, right. <laughs> It is never, ever boring when you're with your sisters. Isn't never, that true? Never, yes, ever. and that's why we're never, so glad ever. for all of you, our seventh sisters who join us here on the podcast mm-hmm. or who join us on the Seven Sisters Facebook page or the Homeschool High School podcast Facebook page or all of the various social media places, which do we want to talk about people who want to be professional Facebook posters or Instagrammers? <laughs> or That's for another, you, another you, episode. Yeah, we then another you become a virtual assistant. And you make a lot of money. Exactly. There you go. There you exactly. Go. Yeah, no, find us on social media. We would love to hear what's going on in your homeschools. And we would love to hear the things that you are looking forward to and dreading about senior year, whether your kid is college-bound or career-bound. It is an adventure and a journey for anyone who sets out to homeschool. And it goes better when we do it together. So please share your experiences with us. We look forward to hearing from you. And we will see you on the next episode of the Homeschool (laughs) High School Podcast from 7sistershomeschool.com brought to you by the Ultimate Homeschool Radio Network. 